What is up, everyone? Rexless Fox here, and welcome to our very first live podcast, live stream of the Scroll Club podcast. In case you guys don't know, if you haven't been listening to on SoundCloud, we cover everything happening in video games, movies, comic books, television shows, anime, and geek culture just in general. And yes, I said anime. And rock with me today are my co-hosts, Mr. Gotcha15, take it away. Hey, what it do? It's your boy Gotcha, I got blood shot. Alrighty then. Next is Mr. X-Force Gamer 88. How's it going, everyone? This is X-Force Gamer 88, coming to you live in the Scrub Club. And last but not least, our newest member of the Scrub Club podcast, Mr. Skooks. Take it away. Take it away, got it. <laughs> I hate you, I hate you, I hate you, I hate you so much right now. <laughs> anyway, for those y'all... He's gonna ruin your day. I, 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 I wish... <laughs> I'm joking, I'm done. I anyway, prefer make it better, honestly. Whatever. That's what I anyway, do here. Point in your point of view, better. though, what are you talking about? Is in exactly. your point of view that he'll make everyone's so, day better. what I was trying to say, because you guys are idiots... A little sunshine. We're going to do a little house clean real quick. So for those of y'all who don't know, we have we have recorded the past nine episodes on our SoundCloud page. So if you want to see what we're all about, please be sure to follow us on SoundCloud.com slash Gaming, where all nine episodes are currently available, including myself and GC reviewing the very first episode of Season 8 of The Walking Dead. We will be doing a recap of the rest of the season very soon. And if you do not really like SoundCloud all that much, please be sure to follow us on googleplay.com slash gaming because all our, all our episodes are put on there as well. And if you would like to know a little bit more about us, please be sure to follow us on facebook.com slash gaming and be sure to follow us on Twitter at gaming. And if you would like to know a little bit more about us personally on an intimate level, you can always follow me, RecklessFox, on twitch.tv slash RecklessFox. On YouTube, so you, Reckless so Fox. You, shut up, shut up, shut up. At the Reckless Fox on Twitter, and I will be making an Instagram very soon. GC, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me on YouTube at Mr. Gotchar Fifteen, um, as well as uh, on Twitch, which is Gotchar Fifteen. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram, and both at Gotchar underscore Fifteen. All right, X Force, where can they find you? Well, they can find me at twitch.tv uh, at, at X... Ah, shut up. Uh, Skooks, where can it's they find you? It's Xperts Gamer 88. You can find me on Twitch with that one. There we go. Skooks, where can they find you? They can find me at lexington at tumblr.com. Capital, that's with the capital L and a zero for the O at the end of 10. I know Tumblr is a terrible ass site, but just bear with me. And my Tumblr's cancer. With all that being said, my opening comment is: I went to go see Star Wars: Last Jedi this past week. The my spoiler-free review, alongside with my other co-host from my other podcast, Rangers Live, uh, Ranger Talk with Dagger Boy, that will be up very soon, right after we're done live streaming. He, and if you guys would like to be part of the live stream, we you can again please be sure to follow us here on Twitch. With all that being said, let's get into the opening comment. We're gonna go a little bit seriously, hey, just to recap what has happened throughout the week, and that is the big net neutrality. Now, before we get to net neutrality, um, let's just face it. I'm gonna say right now, I, I still 
I'm kind of confused about net neutrality. So, X-Force, what is net neutrality? And explain to the people who need to know what net neutrality is and why it's important. Okay. For, to, I'm going to put it as, as simple as possible. Net neutrality is a, is a concept where the, the service providers are not allowed to discriminate the data being sent. So, so basically, they treat data as all the same. So if you're downloading something from one site and downloading from another site, they should be treated the same. Now, it, what happens when we don't have net neutrality? The, the service providers can, uh, can pretty much favor one or the other. And, and in turn, they'll, they'll pretty much give the uh, priority over the services that they own over the ones they don't own. So that's the purpose of net neutrality, just to make everything, uh, just keep everything up, uh, an even level playing field, basically. Okay, and as many of you know, net neutrality got reappealed this past Thursday, and the entire internet is, up, is and I'm feeding frenzy right now because people don't know what it's a it's the three of two vote. Yeah. So and it's kind of it, and people don't know what they're gonna do. I, again, that whole net neutrality thing, like it's really got, it's really irked people. Again, I really, I'm still trying to understand what new, net neutrality, why it's important, and stuff like that. Because I honestly don't know, and I've tried to talk to some people about it, and I, I maybe I, I, st- I just don't get it. And I know there are a lot of people who are for net neutrality. I know some people who are against net neutrality. So, for opening comment, um, Skooks, what's your thoughts on this whole net neutrality fiasco? Honestly, I'm would like to see net neutrality survive and I can see why it's very important and I was seeing a better explanation of it it's not a perfect 100% but what they're saying with net neutrality is it's less of the less of what the doom and gloom of the Portugal plan is you know what that is well if you don't know what it is it's where you have to pay for services and everything yeah around the world they don't have they don't have to they don't have net neutrality surprisingly right now, I think that's where people got confused because when they saw the whole Portugal th- case, they it, it was making it sound like the United States was going to be paying for it as well, but we're not. We, we already had that neutrality and stuff like that. Or, we're, or we, we were safe from that. So, uh, GC, but uh, I want to hear more. So, GC, what are your thoughts on that neutrality? I need help sleeping too. Oh, Fade here. What's your thoughts on that neutrality? Um, of course, I'm against it. Just as in where you know, for years have basically been targeting it. You know, I say like you know, way before 2015, but it's always you know come down to as a no. But what pretty much don't make sense to me is, as majority of 85 percent of people voted against it, it was still basically in favor. You know, you know, with the CEO of the SEC basically rule to basically repeal it, and pretty much that was pretty much you know making everybody mad because. You got to look at pretty much the bigger picture, just like as an IT professional, it's like, you know, I get it as an aspect when it comes to the data and everything. Um, but just as the bigger picture or whatever, you looking at just as in um, censorship or um, gaming or gaming data, because basically big corporations have pretty much took over when it, when it comes to this or whatever. So basically it's in their hands, like basically stuff to the highest bidder. So... Look at the platforms that we have been blessed to use right now in our game, just as in YouTube, Twitch, um, Instagram, Twitter, or whatever, you know, basically for free, where basically now it's in the hands of the corporations, 
just think about as in, oh, you want to send this tweet or you want to send this post on Instagram or you want to send this uh, post on Discord or whatever. Oh, that'll be five bucks per post or ten bucks per post or whatever. So um, just as in, like, you know, it's not really fair to people or whatever. And it's basically censoring, like, you know, certain broadcasts, um, certain newses or whatever, and basically bringing traffic to certain uh, news or posts or streaming and everything towards their choosing. And it's basically not fair to us. Not fair to us as a people, or whatever, because it was us that basically brought the internet, you know, to, to where it is right now and everything. And it's, and it's been an opening of opportunity to each and every one of us and everything, where it created opportunities, livelihoods, you know, as you see, you know, top YouTubers, top streamers, um, just the possibilities of making money on the internet, period. And it just seems that, like, you know, it's pretty much is pretty much coming to the end but also it's like it's more as it's going to affect the gaming community as well when it comes to basically content period just based off of the data the data uh, speed that you have to basically fork over extra money just to come across you know that amount of money though but um even as well just as in just uh playing i mean competitively you know either online well so I should give my thoughts on it, basically, right? Yeah. Now, in terms of censorship, that's actually potential, but it's more so on. Th- but they're most so on throttling. But if they do have the power to censor, that is uh, that is, I would say, it's against the first. Um, the um, they're doing it now. Yeah. Uh, that's and the case. That's really bad. Yeah, they actually, they censoring stuff now, and this is before uh, that neutrality basically was dead. So that's just that's mean, that's, that's not cool. That's not cool at all. But exactly. anyways, it, it, is, it, it is a violation of our First Amendment right. Yeah, I would I would consider it as a I'll actually consider it as a as restricting. Actually, it'll be restricting freedom of press. If that's the case, but anyway, all of it, all of it, freedom of speech, freedom of religion, and freedom of press. I now freedom of speech. Um, that's overused, but it's going to go against freedom of press definitely for sure. But I'm going to say it straight up. Uh, so, so I'm going to have to think of it in terms of who's going to benefit and who's who's not going to benefit. Now, for now for content that is less than savory, th- uh, goodbye to those. Uh, they're they're just going to die for that one. Gamers also gamers also have a hard time with it. But those are the two core. Those are the two audiences that pe- the general public would not care about. So they don't care about those pe- uh, those people. So we can say goodbye to those parts. Now the ones that do affect the uh, the general public a little more, but it doesn't incentivize the corporation is YouTube, social media, and Twitter and other such. Now the ones that's going to affect the business overall, that's that's where the ISP is going to affect the most because because the big corporations they the less traffic they get and the less uh, and bad services they the ISPs uh, the ISPs can pretty much manipulate the um, the businesses into their favor so the services let's let's for example say Comcast owns NBC anything NBC related will be higher priority in Comcast's case and everything else would just slow to a crawl which people on the Comcast would actually boost up uh, NBC's case, uh, NBC's viewings because it's quote unquote higher quality because they're not throttle they're not drawing their own uh, what they own already. So in terms of competition, this is where I this is where I pretty much think that net neutrality sh- uh, should 
would the repealing of net neutrality would affect the most? Just the competitive landscape of business in general, and that is actually overall bad in this case. Yeah, and it all boils down to just as in just as in the reality of just corporate greed, and just as in you know the rich the rich stay richer and the poor stay poorer. And I mean, yeah, it does. But it just pretty much boils down to like you know, just as how the people will be affected. And I mean, we look at back then, just as in the time that we are now, everything like basically just as in people's not looking at TV no more. So you gotta look at the ratings on that on the business aspect and everything. It's pretty bad. People are basically turn on to their source of media entertainment. It's on the internet. So just like you know, I truly believe, just like you know, the internet is gonna be pretty much like the next new TV, the next new satellite cable provider, where we gotta pay, pay a percentage subscription. Exactly. You know, like you know, just to be able to uh, to search the internet, like you know, rather Google or whatever, de- depending on the speeds, or um, even streaming, just like you know, shows or movies or whatever, like you know, just as in, you know. Um, like all these things, be pretty much will come to mind. Where you probably gotta pay for YouTube, you gotta pay for uh, for Twitch, and you know, just all you know, all this stuff, or whatever. That along, I mean, along down the line, we can't afford it. Yeah, but even, but even then, it's like I'm, I'm also thinking about the other side. If assuming the case that's repealed, they could pretty much do cheaper packages at the uh, at the same time. So they could do cheaper packages like a five a five bucks uh, a five buck package for the quote unquote essentials and such. But but aside from kind of the cost of it, it's actually it'll be overall the it'll be overall bad for everyone though. And what I'm thinking from a long term, because because we the tree. The world revolves around um, some, uh, getting something um, around new ideas and such, and also and also gives small businesses a chance to make something big. I mean, co- I mean, social social media that that's always a given. You know what I mean? Everyone's going to use the social media, so so that's not so that being censored itself is not going to be an issue, unless uh, unless they specifically target specific posts. Or some uh, along those lines. They will. They will. Or Facebook changes their policies, and depending on their contract with the uh, with with the set providers, it, they're going to they're going to remove related posts to that one. Then that then that would cause a lot of issues. Of course, not many people. Of course, when I really think about it nowadays, many people really just. Uh, I feel like many people just gave up on the uh, on the in general. But it's kind of sad. Yeah. Gave, I mean, gave up how? Well, they pretty much get. They pretty much. Uh, they just want to do their own thing, and they don't want to deal. They don't want to deal with it. They're not as. Pa- they're not as passionate as before. But it seems most of all for net neutrality, the very real possibility is that it's not the Portugal plan that. A lot Portugal and Europe are going through, but a very slow kind of gradual change. The kind yeah. of change that you don't pay attention to. The kind of changes that they know they can get by. Because are you really going to pay attention to having to pay a little more each year to, for your insurance? Oh, you're suddenly getting hit with these fees you didn't notice. Your ISP on these indie games are starting to run slower. Your ping is getting worse. Oh, but Overwatch yeah. and Call of Duty are playing much better. What's happening with Valve? 
Dota can play so well, but TF2 is starting to take a tit. What's happening? It's that is a much more real possibility. The slow, yeah. gradual change—the kind of things that you wouldn't notice until it's too late. Yes, especially yeah. on a competitive level, it just as in it's more. It's kind of like similar to as in microtransactions and loot boxes or whatever, where I, it just go ahead. I I know it affects gamers the most, so so I know that it affects the gamers the most when it comes to the, uh, when it comes to net, uh, when it comes to net neutrality because we because let's be real, we consume a lot of data. We, we just consume a lot of data, not just for updates and such, but uh, but also during gameplay, where it tries to uh, connect with the servers just to sync up with other players yeah. in multiplayer. So we're pretty much the we're pretty much one of the bigger consumers of it. So so throwing on the gaming sector is going to be terrible. Pretty much. I mean, again, I'm. I still am a bit confused on net neutrality, but like, I do think I thank thank you three for in, explaining why net neutrality is important. And for those of y'all who are listening, if you want to know more about it, please be sure to uh, keep up to date. It's on. Uh, they explain what net neutrality is on CNN. I think uh, John Oliver did a great job explaining what net neutrality was. For, uh, oh, you watched John Oliver? Yeah, he's pretty cool. I like him. Yeah, and also uh, Philip DeFranco, I mean Philip DeFranco, uh, Alpha Omega Sin, and also Love T, they explain it really, really well when it comes to basically the end of Andy Charlie. And also, yeah. please, and also keep in mind if if it hasn't passed through Congress yet, which is the end all be all, then. Likely or not, we might continue that neutrality. I'm not saying yes. I'm not saying no. Yeah, it's still a fight. We still have a yeah, fight. Still no fight yeah, chance, so. but this, but the odds are now significantly lower. Hey man, at the time what, of this recording, come... actually, yeah, it's only at a three to two vote. That's true. It still has Congress also, and I'm the sure, U.S. I'm pretty um, sure that, um, yeah, like. I like what you were saying, um, Scooks. Like, there's still, there's still, they might be at a disadvantage. But last time I checked, how many times did Obama here get repealed? And look what happened. Just saying, not not trying to go all political and stuff, but like that, that's how it happened. Obama, um, Obamacare still well, around. Well, it's already political as it is. Yeah, well, because well, yeah, the neutrality affects everyone on the internet, but yeah, yeah it, keeping... well, it affects overall. It affects. The effects of repealing net neutrality is is overall worse for everyone else, and it only benefits ISPs. Yeah, so which is in, short for internet service providers. So let your con- so let your local congressman know how you feel and why Congress should not pass the uh, net uh, the repeal for net neutrality uh, sometime later next month, or sometime yeah. later, later in the year next year. And the sucky part about it is just like how much do a person, how much money do a person really need? It's like you know you have all the money that you could ever ask for, but you just, you continue to want more. They want to more. keep growing. Well, capitalism, you know, they just want to keep growing, and growing. So that uh, uh, out of the limited resources we uh, everyone has, so so that's a given in general. That's that's a that's a straight up given, sadly. But on a, on a more positive note, we're, as we're moving on to our next part of the discussion, Disney has finally, finally closed the book, and the X-Men and Fantastic Four are coming home to Marvel. Earlier this week, Disney 
uh, no, what's his name? Rupert Murdoch, the owner of 20th Century Fox, sold uh, uh, sold the company, to, uh, parts of the company, to Disney for how much? Parts of the company? Was it like $52 billion? 52.4. 52.4 billion dollars. What does this mean? Yeah, that's chump exactly? change. What does this mean exactly? Well, likely not the X Men might be coming soon. I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't care. But uh, we're going. They actually now. got a huge part of the. Uh, they actually got a huge part of it, which is kind of interesting. They got 60 percent in that company. That's still part. Yeah. So we're going to go around. Like I want to know everyone's reaction to Marvel buying. No. Disney buying Fox, parts of Fox, pretty much all the um, action stuff, not all the action stuff, pretty much all, like, you know, your Fantastic Force and stuff like that, they pretty much are bringing them home. What are your thoughts? I'm going to go with GC first. GC, go. I just can't wait for the next X-Men movie to come out. Alrighty then. Skooks, what's your thoughts? Well, I don't see it as bad as it could really be, you know, because... A lot of people did want, you know, X-Men and Fantastic Four to be back. And I don't really see Disney tamp... Disney doesn't really have the attitude of tampering into their products. Because they know that Fox is still has that preset crowd. You know what I'm saying? It's not like with Touchstone Pictures, which is purposely made for the older crowd. Uh, X-Force, what's your thoughts on it? Like the uh, with Disney buying Fox, think about the news coverage. It'll be more on Disney's point of view. Yeah, but they don't have the um, news side. They only have the media side. Yeah, but but yeah, but overall, they're just gonna they're just gonna continue growing. Like I mean, I mean, as long as they continue grabbing all the great, um, uh, all the strong intellectual properties, they'll just keep growing and just growing. And growing. I think my, so, my my thoughts on it is, I'm happy. I'm very happy that uh, Fox is coming back home to Disney and stuff like that. My only complaint about the whole story, story is, again, I, maybe because of the fact that I'm biased. I'm not. I, I'm not a big X Men movie fan. So, as much as I'm glad to see the X Men back to Marvel. I don't know how I will feel about it because of the fact that the um, X-Men movie series is pretty butchered. And, like, the only good movie where comic fans and moviegoer fans will both uh, say on one accord that the movie was good is Logan. Logan and Deadpool are the only ones that are remote, like, where both comics and, thr- and critics have said equally that the movies are good. I don't know how I'm going to feel with Apocalypse and, like, freaking J- Jean Grey popping up ready to fight Thanos. I, I, don't, I, don't, I can't, I don't know. I, don't, I can't see that happening. But uh, I probably am wrong. So, um, Skooks, what, 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 what is your, again, what is, do you think that um, the X-Men are in good hands, even knowing the fact that now Fox has to salvage what was good about the X-Men movie series? Can't do any worse than what we had before. It can only go up from there. Exactly. Especially with Fantastic Four. Dude, we don't even talk about that movie. You like, can't salvage you can't salvage you can salvage that stupid movie. Dude, well, let's put it this way. Let's put it this way. If they if they're gonna invest on something, 
they better make sure that it's uh, it's at the very least going to gain some new fans or restore trust or restore trust in this in the entire series as a whole. So in general, though, that's a huge risk. So they're not going to touch it for quite a while unless they have a plan for it. Well, wait, I, I don't know. I don't know what that plan might be. But overall, though, again, I'm happy about it, but at the same time, I keep I'm keeping my eye on it because I. I the one thing I don't want is for like a Logan or Deadpool to be great PG thirteen. Like I do not that crowd should not know who Wolverine and Deadpool is, like truly are in the in the uh, comic book format. But hey, that's just me. Again, I'm excited. Uh, I wanna know what they're gonna do next. I just I'm just cautious at the same time. At least Deadpool's gonna be R rated. Oh, yeah. Oh, we'll, 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 well, we'll get into that. We'll let's get put into that but it's you, you cannot just make it R-rated for the sake of R-rated. It has to it has to fit the same the content itself. Instead, that's like an R-rated Power Rangers movie. Yeah, but that was a fan-made movie though. That's the only, that's the only difference. That's different. But yeah, so anyway, so that's that concludes our opening discussion. Now on to some gaming news, and well, EA really likes to beat a. A dead horse with a stick because we're back to the whole loot crate fiasco. This Again? Time, this time it is not hitting Star Wars. It is actually hitting the upcoming UFC 3 game. So for those of y'all Too who don't, soon. Yep. And for those of y'all who don't know, UFC and EA have been uh, partners for years now. They released um, UFC 1 and UFC 2 on the Xbox on the Xbox and PlayStation and Steam PC. Well, 3 is coming out, and, well, they're bringing in loot crates again. You're right. I, I, so, but, however, the pre, uh, EA did come out and uh, did try to do some damage control, which, if anyone, you know, is not an EA fanatic as much as we are, we are another BSing. So this is what um, the EA represent an EA representative had to say. Our matchmaking logic uh, this ha- he's trying to damage control. saying our matchmaking logic uh, takes fighters' attributes, move boosts, and perks into account and prioritizes matching players with similar upgraded fighters in addition to player skill. The goal is to prevent uh, uneven tech uh, matchups as much as possible. Furthermore, the game features online ranked championships and unranked online championships for competitive and casual head-to-head play. In other words, it's a, the... It's not going to work. The Loot Crate box is specifically for online multiplayer. And my question is this. Since when did I have to buy some stuff to get good against someone? <sighs> Well, I'm not going to talk about loot, crate, uh, loot boxes in general, though, because because of EA, Blizzard got hit with a shitstorm uh, of loot boxes as well. I saw that. Yeah, but what now? The differences between what Blizzard is doing and what EA is doing, Blizzard actually listened. So they actually listened at, hey, I want um, can we put a currency system there so I could buy so I could get the loot boxes in case uh, uh, in case I get duplicates. And they actually did implement the system based on player feedback. That's the clear difference. The players are the ones giving feedback to how they want their from their loot boxes in general. Versus EA, they they're trying to find out what they can get away with. Yeah, but the only the only difference another difference is the fact that they're advising you to get loot crate boxes during matchmaking. 
in ranked multiplayer. Who in the hell is going to go around with a naked character, level 2, and fight someone who's level 15 as Armenian? I, 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 I just I don't get it. I really don't. I don't get it. Like, why do I have to well, pay to make my character better? I don't get it. EA, what the hell is wrong with you? It's, com- it's common it's in Asian MMOs, though. Yes, we're That's not in com- Asia. We're talking. We're talking about a sports simulator. We're talking about a sports simulator right now. And that's you have. Hey, to- now you get that neutrality gone. Why do in the hell do I have to pay to make my character better? If, if I'm playing ranked because you matches, want to get better. If I'm playing ranked matches, why can't it just be raw player skill? Why do I have to fight some thirteen year old who decided to take his grand his mama's credit card and buy as many? Perks as possible and open up as many loot crates as possible to make his Ronda Rousey better than my Misha Tate. I don't understand. Now you see why it's gonna affect the gang gaming community. Anyways, what DA is doing is way too soon. They had to let it cool off, and they did, and they just adding fuel to the fire You're, at this point. It's it's EA. Did you honestly expect them to do any better? Well, they did. Well, 2016, they actually got an upper hand on Ubisoft during that time. That's because, yeah, yes, uh, yes. But at the same time, at least Ubisoft is not screwing people over their money. That's the, that's I'll give you difference. that. Look at Rainbow Siege. Rainbow Siege has yet to piss people off. It did uh, at, at first because of the servers and stuff like that, but when it comes to content, Rainbow Six Siege, I think it's on its, what, second, third year now? And at no point have fans stopped playing that game. It well, is fair. The only gripe I have with Ubisoft is the DRM stuff they're implementing, oh, yeah, as so they've DR, been doing. Yeah, so DRMs is fun, but we're talking about the practice of loot crate boxes. Why yeah, do I have at- to open a box to make my character better for ranked multiplayer? Because you want to get better. And again, getting better is getting my it. butt kicked and realizing I need to go back into training and keep, and keep practicing. You do, we do not need, we do not need loot crate boxes for you. Anyway, so I, I'm going to put you on a leash a bit and I'm going to, and I'm going to say what, what, why people uh, incur, why people are actually doing it, like buying a lot, a lot of loot crates. I can probably explain why. The, I can probably explain the, why. And well, it has something to do with mobile gaming. The reason being, it's not necessarily about mobile gaming, yeah, though. Re- is okay, but look, dude. It, like years ago, no person was like, okay, we're going to we're going to have people spend an additional five, ten dollars on this one this for a new add-on. Like, why? Why do we have to do that? Well, I'm going to say straight. Well, let's put it this way: the reason why people buy loot boxes, like the excessive. I'm talking about the super excessive ones. They the feel alone, really. Yeah, the whales. They feel alone, basically. Or they want to win, and they don't care how much it costs to win. Well, to be fair, is like the reason why they want to win is because they pretty much have nothing else that'll keep them happy. Uh, that'll keep them happy, which is kind of sad, honestly. So, and it's kind of sad, especially when it comes to the environment they're in at the moment. All, so, all the only happiness is to spend money into uh, into it. All I'll say is. is- Google so, is legit, like, not just Google, Microsoft, not Microsoft, EA, you have already been nominated, and I'm telling you right now, you're going to win for worst company of the year. I'm just saying, like, oh, man, I, this, this thing is hurting my head. I, I'm done. I can't. Just EA, just hold this out and sit your ass down. 
Anyways, moving on to something a bit more positive, if that's the case. So, earlier this year, it was told that Power Rangers was going to be turning 30. Now, we did, not know, we did not know what the hell they were talking about when it comes to the 30th anniversary. We all assumed that it was just going to be Street Fighter Five Arcade Edition coming out later next month. No, it actually isn't. The 30th anniversary contains... Um, Super uh, Super Turbo and a couple of other of the other Street Fighter uh, two games. Long story short, Street it's all the yes. it's all the old games. All the Street Fighter Alpha Long games story short. and all the Street Fighter three games. They're gonna have online multiplayer for Super Turbo, for Alpha three, and Third Strike. Nice. Ooh, nice. So you don't so you don't need five K anymore for those games. No, in other words. no, you're, you're still. In, hey, 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 shut up. So. In case y'all want to know when this is coming out, it comes out this May. So earlier this early this May, we will f- finally be getting our hands on a 30th anniversary Street Fighter. I'm gonna go first with GC because GC and I are big fighting game fans. GC, what are your thoughts on the 30th anniversary Street Fighter? I'm excited. Just can't wait to get my hands on a Third Strike. Um, I, I I can't wait to get my hands on Third Strike so I can show you what a real uh, fighting game feels like. <laughs> Just like Tekken? No, no, because that Tekken's for noobs. We all know rock player scale comes from Street Fighter. Oh, <laughs> no, sorry, no, Tekken's harder. What are you it's, talking about? I know. It's like Brawlhalla. Speaking of which, it's on PS4 now. It is. Oh yeah, Brawlhalla. Yeah, it's on PS4. You can actually download it right now for free. How is it? Eh, I don't. I'm not a fan of the game. It's good. It's like Smash Brothers, just without the shield and triple the jump. Nah, it's it's too scrappy for my taste. Basically, it's, it's not. There's no mind. There's very little mind. It's just you get punished, and you get punished for no for everything that you don't know, which is not cool. And so far, I don't like your jump cancels when you hit your head on the uh, platform. Yeah, but it's it's for those who uh, it's for those who really don't want to sink by the looks of it. Because I actually I actually test out with the spacing in general is like. What's the point of the game? You can't. You don't have very good defensive options. Uh, I, it's I, terrible. Well, it will show you the meaning of blocking instead of holding out one button so you can block the entire time. It's. I'm not talking about blocking in general. It's just terrible with defensive options to work with. That, that's understandable. But yeah, so be on the lookout for uh, Tekken. Uh, not Tekken for Street Fighter 30th anniversary. Speaking of. Uh, speaking of. Street Fighter. So, Street Fighter Arcade Edition was announced a couple of weeks ago. Now we we did um we didn't um do a video on it because well we were out of town and stuff. But all you will know is this: Emma Watson climbs from one side of the building to the next to try to get Keanu Reeves' attention because Keanu Reeves has lost his phone. He's a new one. But that's going on. He was sitting, what? Wait, wait. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, my bad. I, I was thinking something else. With Street Fighter Arcade Edition, my bad, my bad, my bad. Oh, I'll edit that out later. With Street Fighter Arcade Edition, it came out and it was it was a game that was incomplete. My bad, I kind I kind of like went off record. Uh, with Street Fighter Arcade Edition, is all three seasons of Street Fighter Five be put in one game and, and with adding some new characters, include and, and returning characters, including Sakura, Blanca. Uh, she looks like an idol. Yes. And the only reason why I'm buying the game myself, and that is Cody from uh, Final Fight and Street Fighter Alpha series. He's coming back, and he's not in prison uniform no more. 
Street Fighter Arcade Edition should be coming out sometime next month. What are your guys' thoughts on it? GC, go. GC. Oh, it looking nice, though. There you go. I, I'm just saying, the game, I, I'm not, I honestly am debating on whether or not I'm going to buy it, because I'm st I still have a bad taste in my mouth about Street Fighter Five when it first came out, but you know it's you know attitude. Oh, like the tournament edition? Yeah, no, yeah, the one where like the game was incomplete. Yeah, tournament edition. Yeah, like there was no reason like you could like. Oh my god! But I go. But to 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 give them credit though, they're not they're not making you pay another copy of it this time. Yeah, that's true. So to their credit, like for those who already bought it, they're they're going to get it for free. The update. Yeah. So yeah, if you have it, if I wonder if you got out of jail. How to get out of jail? I don't know, but that's why I do. That's the only reason why I'm buying the game. <laughs> I'm only buying the game to watch Cody's storyline happen. But yeah. So over other than that. Yeah, so Street Fighter Five Arcade Edition comes out next month. So if you want to look out for that, it'll be out on PlayStation Four and Steam PC. And we will likely not all be playing it because someone's gonna catch these hands. Um, again, I might not buy it because of the fact that I, I, I don't know. But Cody's in it, so I'll tr I'll give it a try. What about Sagat? Are you hyped for Sagat? No, I'm not. Moving on. Shame. Moving on, and we're actually we're, gonna, we're I will actually get, get rid of this off the notes. We're uh, last but not least on the gaming news. We have some more Shenmue Three news. So for those y'all who forgot, Shenmue Three was announced at E3 back in 2015, and since then, just like Kingdom Hearts, and just like the Final Fantasy remake, and just like the, the Resident Evil Two Shut remake, up. the game has disappeared what? without a trace off the video game grid until today. Well, or last week. So, the game just announced a brand new character and partnership with Laksha Digital. And, and Laksha Digital operates out of Gurgen, India, and, ha and has offices in Pune and uh, Seattle. It back, its back catalog boosts um, the likes of Metal Gear Solid 5, The Phantom Pain, Star, uh, not Star Wars, Dirty 2K16, Sea of Thieves, and Bloodborne. So, um... Yeah, so these are apparently, apparently just sponsors, and they announced a new character. I'm trying to uh, see what her name is. Um, I don't think they have her name right here. No, well, all you need to know is a, there's a new character coming out. So, with all that news, who is still going to try by freaking Platoon first day? Uh, X-Force, you take it away. For which one? For, um, for Shenmue 3. Uh, What's your thoughts on Shenmue 3? A long time coming. Shenmue 3... Uh, I haven't grew up with it, so I can't really say. Alright, then. I can't really say about it. Alright, well, uh, GC, what's, what's your thoughts on Shenmue 3? Just a long time coming. Just been a fan of the series since uh, one on Dreamcast. Um, and also uh, Shinmu too, but yeah, it's just a long time coming. I just can't wait. Uh, Scoots, what's your thoughts? Never played the first two Shinmu games, so I can't give you any decision. Okay, no, no, no. And I never had. I never was able to. That's actually where I'm going to go with my argument. 
I'm look, I'm okay with you know Shenmue 3 coming out, but at the same time, when is Shenmue 1 and 2 gonna get an HD remastered before the game came, comes out? Like, I would love to read what platform would it be on? Oh, since it was on Dreamcast, the PlayStation 360 and Steam. That just <laughs> yeah, it's going back to the previous consoles. No, wait, no, for, for the uh, for the <laughs> game itself. <laughs> I'm, I'm joking, because he said 360 instead of X-Boner. Oh, crap, not the 360. You mean the X-Bones? No, I'm tired. Because they, got, the they, got, a new, because they got a new X system out? I meant the Xbox One. I'm, I'm tired, I'm sorry. The Xbox One X, ooh. Anyways, but like I said... The X-Bones. Like, yeah, but I will say this. They honestly missed an opportunity to re-release both games on a 360 and PS3. So, uh, I wonder if they're going to remaster it and put it on PS4 and Xbox One. That's what that's what I'm concerned about at this point because this, screw the fact that Shenmue Three is coming out. People will probably never played one or two, and now and are just as confused as much as a lot of people are about what's the premise and stuff like that. Because again, if you did, if you play if you grew up playing Shenmue, you know what happens. But for people who are un, want to understand what is going on, you have to play the first games, and they're expensive as hell to find. But isn't Sega Nintendo's B? No, no. Sega, Sega is a, is their is their own division. They're pretty much a third party, yeah, third party developer, effectively. They used to be a, they used to be a console developer, but they dropped out after the they they dropped out after the Dreamcast. Yeah, the Dreamcast, look, again, as much as we... They're actually way ahead of their time, to be honest. As much as we love the Dreamcast, it was ahead of its time, like you said. I kind of do wish that they... uh, I don't know. It should have just came out, like, now. If it came out now, I think the Dreamcast would have probably started a little longer. You you would kill the Dreamcast, the PS2. Yeah, the the PS2. Bad timing. The PS2 was the executioner to the Sega Dreamcast. Yeah, but... Yeah, and I'm going and I actually do own the PS2, and the PS2 is one of the best game systems. Uh, it's one of the best game systems of all time, honestly. Yeah, so be on the lookout for Shenmue Three. Um, anyone, anyone else want to share something? Yes, no, David. Well, I gotta head out. Wait, we're in the middle of a live stream. Uh, sorry. Anyway, I can't. I can't actually because. Yeah, I can't. Yeah. Alright. See you guys. This is X Force Gamer Idiot signing off right now. Later, X Force. Anyways, so moving on to some quick news if that's the case. So uh, we're 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 gonna do some lightning quick rounds for the quick uh, quick news. For those of y'all who don't know what the quick news is, the quick news is any new uh, any news that has uh, that was like last minute or anything like that, or we we will touch on we'll touch on it for like about thirty seconds, maybe a minute. The first one being Nino Kuni two has been delayed. Now, do any of you guys have you all played Nino Kuni at some point? I never even heard it. No. Okay. Well, Neo Kuni is a RPG, um, and it's being delayed until March. It was supposed to come out in January, but apparently, um, the director of the game, uh, the develop, um, the development of our, the guys who are making Neo Kuni, 
They said the development of our latest game, our latest project, Neo Kuni Revenant Kingdom, is coming along very nicely, and we can't wait to share this new adventure with your fans and with our fans. In efforts to constantly innovate, we've got, we've also implemented new modes in Neo Kuni 2, including new skirmish and king modes. Akira Hero, CEO of uh, Level Five, said this in his statement. However, with the innovation and less and new ideas come the needs to ensure everything works together in a fun and cohesive way. This means we need a bit more time not to make the entire Nino Kuni experience meet, meet our highest quality standards. So, that's the reason why. Are you guys buying this? Are you guys, yeah. Are you guys buying what he's saying? Yeah. It sounds like... I mean, the first... I never played the first one, but I've been look. I saw the screen caps before when it came out, and the game just looks gorgeous. And I'm looking at the videos now, and I think it doesn't look that half bad for a JRPG. True, true. And uh, GC, what are your thoughts on him after what he said? Can't hear you. I said, what are your thoughts on him after after what he uh, after the guy he had said this to um, in the middle of the interview, saying like we're gonna take him a little more time so that way. We all destroy the quality of this uh, series. What are your thoughts? And that's, I mean, that's very understandable because I know we have a get to, we're about to get to it in a minute, but uh, I said the very exact words that uh, concerning a specific DLC that it was worth the delay because it turned out really, really excellent. Yeah. Um. I. I. Again, I'm not a big fan. I've never really played Nino Kuni, so I don't really understand what's going on. But I can understand why he would uh, want to delay it and stuff like that. So. Enough with that. Next on our list, uh, and I think GC should take the helm because it's 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 a part of his favorite horror game franchise. So GC, what's the deal with uh, Resident Evil Seven? Oh well, basically just like you know, all us RE fans has pretty much been waiting on for the longest ever since uh, the first. I mean, ever since Resident Evil Seven first released, where we were supposed to be entitled with a DLC called Not a Hero. In which it was delayed for a specific time to basically work out the kinks and add on to the story as well as the mechanics. And so far, in the, in the process of also working on the DLC, that actually after months and months and months, uh, we was promised it was supposed to come out in early spring, and Capcom decided to delay it. And recently, they just released it uh, a couple of days ago on December twelfth. Uh, two DLC, two DLCs. Um, uh, not a hero, and also the end of Zoe. And on the intro of that as well, uh, Capcom also released uh, Resident Evil 7 Gold Edition, in which I kind of feel like, you know, while I was telling a friend of mine that it was pretty much like a waste of money, um, especially if he already got Resident Evil 7, you might as well just buy the uh, season pass and you're going to get the extra DLC that comes along with it. So basically, the Resident Evil 7 the Gold Edition is basically all the DLCs, including Not a Hero. And the end is always pretty much added on to it. And so far, just by playing it and beating it, you can also check it out on my uh, YouTube channel, uh, youtube.com slash MrGodsR15, where I beat both Not a Hero and In the Zoe. And so far, I'm actually uh, really loving both DLCs. It turned out really, really good, just as in the mysteries of is that Chris Redfield or is that Hunk or who is he, whatever. It turns out, you know, for spoiler, spoiler alert, um, for those, you know, if you don't want to hear this part, you know, just skip it, you know, skip it, skip it further now. Uh, it turns out, you know, that is Chris Redfield, and uh, he's basically undercover. He's still the BSA. He's basically undercover, you know, with the new umbrella just to track down 
um, Lucas Baker to basically deal with this new virus that basically uh, Umbrella has pretty much developed. So he pretty much is the cleanup crew. And, you know, further along or whatever, he basically was going for a rude awakening. Um, and it's mostly just and asking for in the Zoe, uh, you come across, you know, Joe Baker, which is um, also, you know, the uncle of Zoe Baker and Lucas or whatever. And he basically he played as a protagonist and him as a character is freaking awesome. You'll fall in love with him instantly where they I like how they add the uh, mechanics where it just has in it's more of melee where you basically, you know, you, you, you basically like a boxer, like, you know, and, and basically him going against a uh, molded is freaking insane. <laughs> Um, and also, you know, towards the end or whatever, it's a beautiful ending. I won't say much about that. I'll rather for you to uh, check it out yourself. But you'll truly find the ending of its true context of why it's called End of Zoe. And it's really turned out really beautiful. Anyways, but, um, sorry about that. Other than that, um, yeah, Resident Evil 7 DLC is out. So please be sure to uh, check it out when you. Uh, right now, actually, and you can also play on PlayStation VR, and if you guys have the VR, it's actually really cool in the VR, so be sure to, uh, try that out, too. And also, in some quick news, My Hero Academia is finally coming to the PS4 and Switch. Uh, there's not, a, there's not a lot of details about it so far, but all we know is there will be a video game of My Hero Academia. I think it's gonna cover the first two seasons of the anime, as well as parts of the manga. Well, yeah, just the anime itself. So we don't know too much about what's going on, but we will keep you guys updated on what's, uh, on any new information, whether it be characters and overall story and stuff like that. Also, there's been uh, announced a new Walking Dead game, and it's gonna play exact almost kind of like Left 4 Dead. And uh, again, there's uh, that one. Really? Little, yeah, it's it's the it's on the uh, game news. It was it was something about Left 4 Dead. It was like a four v four type of thing. I mean, no, oh, because I'm asking this is like the trailer. They didn't really show much. They didn't show really any gameplay at all. It was just more like a cinematic, you know, trailer teaser of his past leading on to. His- you know, future, which is the post-apocalyptic time, where he's in the same area, like, you know, the park bench, and it's basically completely, de- you know, decremated, I mean, de- I can't even pronounce that word, uh, it's gone, and basically just come across, you know, some walkers or whatever, but they really show the gameplay, so I was really curious about that. I don't know either, I, again, I, I, there's more information, um, that they'll be coming soon for that, but, I, I as long, as long as it's not like, you know, the Walking Dead, uh, Survival Instincts, I'm good. Because that, that game, game was we trash. We talk about that game. Uh, Skooks, what's your thoughts on it? One more time, what was that? What's your thoughts on this new Walking Dead game? Eh. I don't know. I'm just not a big fan of zombie games in general. I'm not looking forward to it, but I probably won't play it. Alright. If it, when it comes out and people give it a good honest review, I'll look into it, but I don't expect to be playing it anytime soon. That's all good. Uh, also, uh, coming out next year, it's going to be a new Kamen Rider movie. Uh, Kamen Rider is, conti- is still happening and it's continuing through Amazon Prime. Theme, uh, some of the episodes, uh, it got announced earlier this week that there will be a Kamen Rider movie coming out very soon, sometime around 2018, so be on the lookout for Kamen Common writer on Netflix, oh, not Netflix, on Amazon, and last and our last piece of uh, quick news is we now uh, n- casting for Nightwing. It, it will be in February. So for those of y'all who, again don't know, they are making February what? Um, 
it doesn't say. It just says February. Let me check. Like, is that the trailer, or that's when they start casting? They're, they're uh, co- their casting announcements are coming in February. Oh, okay, I thought they was pretty much gonna release the trailer or something like that. I'm like, that's pretty much bad timing. They're making, but yeah, DC's making a live action Justice, oh, not Justice League, a live action Teen Titans movie, and they've are they're already looking for cast, uh, the cast to play the um some of the characters, uh, some of the characters, Nightwing being included. So we don't, again, this is one of those things where we don't know too much information on it right now, but uh, we'll keep you guys up to date on that at some other point. But enough with all the quick news. Let's talk about the movies and TV news. Now, unfortunately, X-Force is left. And this, he will really love this. But before we get into uh, some of the things he might like, Deadpool will remain rated R. Uh, Scooks, can you, do you know the gist of what happened with uh, Deadpool and that being rated R for Fox, uh, for uh, Nickelode- uh, not Nickelodeon, for Disney? That's yeah, weird. Um, I don't know the exact details, but I'm pretty sure Disney said somewhere along the lines of that they're going to let Fox continue being itself. I'm also, this is just speculation seeing what Disney has done before with other companies. I don't know. Well, they have such a strict control over their own products because they have that ideal of a family system, but when they made Touchstone Pictures, that was their way to branch into more PG-13 and um, much more mature movies. So I think with Fox having that very adult media theme, Disney is not going to really mess around with it unless it steps too far out of line. Granted, because Marvel Studios and Marvel Studios going to be using X Men and Fantastic Four most likely in their later film, then they're going to be stepping in and saying, "Okay, don't, don't, you're going to have to follow these set lines just like the other movies." But I don't think things like Deadpool is going to stay the same, and I think we said this earlier, but Deadpool should remain rated R, mainly because it it just fits. It it fits the character. It fixed the character and the story, and he's effectively the only R-rated superhero movie in current media. You know, we had Blade in the beginning, but. After Blade, there was Spawn, and then nothing. And even Spawn was barely R-rated. Thirteen. Yeah, pretty much. Um, I actually, I actually have a quote about um, Deadpool in Marvel. So this is what um, I'm trying to find real quick. Oh no, it was PG-13 and rated R at the same time for Spawn. All right. So what do you call it? So they said in, in an interview. It Deadpool clearly has been and will be Marvel, Marvel branded, but we think right now to be uh, be an opportunity for it that it might be an opportunity for Radar brand of something like Deadpool. Um, Iyer said in a call with investors from the news that Disney will purchase 20th Century Fox. So honestly, if they do it. I, I more power to them. I think I think that'd be a good thing because again, like how many times I've like, like we don't. We don't need. I was gonna say we don't really need another one, but you, uh, an extra movie. But I'm like, you know what? It's it's Deadpool, so it's okay. I think, and I think because of the fact that Deadpool was such a huge hit back in 2016, Marvel should continue to do that. And you can't do it with like a holographic version of uh, Deadpool. Like you can't. So and, and where, where where it's just all PG-13, you just can't do that. 
So I'm happy about that. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll see more about what they're going to do with Deadpool sometime later on. Um, also, also in the news, and I'm actually gonna I'm actually gonna start pulling uh, articles up real quick. So um, the next is the Golden Globes. The Golden Globe nomination is in, and these are the nominees. And I'm gonna pull it up very quickly. Hold up. Uh, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? I just had it. I just saw it. Where is it? Oh, here it is. I click it. Bam. So these are right here are from thanks to MovieWeb. These are your Golden Globe no- nominees for Best Motion Picture of a Drama. Call me, call me by your name. Dunkirk, The Post, The sh- uh, Shape of Water, and The Billboard Outside. Ebbing, uh, Ebbing Misery. For Best Performance in Actress in a Motion Picture, we got Jessica Chastain, Sally Hawkins, Francis Dorman, um, uh, Dorman, or Dor- oh, let me see. Francis McDormand, uh, Meryl Streep, and uh, Michelle Williams. Well, uh, already I'm going to say Meryl Streep is probably going to win. Best Actor in a, mo- in a Motion Picture, we got Timothy Chalmette, Daniel Day-Lewis, Tom Hanks, Gary Oldman, and Samuel Jackson. Best uh, Musical or Comedy, we got Disa- The Disaster, Get Out, The Greatest Showman Ever, uh, Greatest Showman, I, Tonya. Get Out, take that. No, here's my problem. What, how is it that Get Out is a comedy? Get Out is not even a comedy. It was a comedy horror movie, and besides, the creators are the ones who put him in the categories. Oh my god. Again, Get Out is not a comedy, though. It's a horror movie. Now, yes, it's a horror movie. I, I don't get why is it a comedy. Whatever, that's not the point. Best per- uh, performance at, by an actress in a motion picture. You got... Uh, Judy Dench, Helen Marin, Margot Robbie, um, Sir, um, Sor- Sarsa, uh Ronan, and Emma Stone. For best uh, performance by a male actor in a motion picture for music and comedy, we have Steve Carell, Agnet, Igor, James Franco, Hugh Jackman, and Daniel uh, Kulo, Kylo, whatever. Um, best animated it go- well, it nominees are Boss Baby, The Brain Miner, um, Coco, Ferdinand, and Love Vincent, which, uh, Ferdinand just came out. How is it already, uh, nominated? But, uh, best motion picture, best, uh, best performance in act, actress in a support, should pick, supporting re- role character in my, in motion picture is Mary, Mary J. Blige from, um, um, Mud, Mudbound. Uh, Hong Chow for downsizing, Allison Jennings and Tonya, Laura uh, McCalf by, uh, from Lady Bird, and Octavia Spencer from the Marvel, the Marvel, uh, the movie. Which what was the stupid thing? Octavia Spencer from The Shape of Water. My bad. Um, and so forth and so forth. The rest, the rest of it is on here. So, like, what are you? Who do you think is going to win some of these awards? GC. Uh, I don't know. Game of Thrones has been nominated for best uh, drama series again, so I'm gonna say Game of Thrones is going to. Oh yeah, that's definitely gonna win. Who, who, what are your thoughts on it? who do you think is gonna win? Uh, X Force? Oh yeah, not X Force. Uh, well, that or Stranger Things. Well, for drama, Game of Thrones or Stranger Things is gonna win. But I'm gonna go on my little tangent here. 
and I I'm gonna be really pessimistic and I'm not sure how good Coco and um, uh, Loving Vincent are gonna be in the animation department not because they're not because they're good movies but because it's possible the Academy hasn't seen it well Coco is a Disney Pixar movie so they're going to see it that's true that's but a lot of times when they go into animation everything is like oh what did you oh well boss baby do you see the others no I don't well what, I saw this the, movie why, too why did we need a boss baby we, we, I because those were the I I honestly think those are the movies they saw this year so they're gonna decide I, I, I don't really even know not. if they saw I Loving really Vincent I really hope not I honestly don't even know if they saw Loving Vincent I, I, I wouldn't blame them that's the case because Fernand and Boss Baby just are throwing me off. The Breadwinner, Coco, and Loving Vincent are great movies. They look good. They're really enjoyable. They're a nice, refreshing change of pace. Then we got The Boss Baby and Fernand, which are just average at best. Family films. Well, family films shouldn't be used as a slur. They're family films, average at best. But I have no idea if they're going to win or not. And I'm just feeling low because of that. And for best drama series, it seems to be more of a switch up between Stranger Things and Game of Thrones. You know? Yeah. I honestly didn't see Stranger Things on there, but who knows? It might be it might be added on later on. Yeah, I haven't seen Stranger Things either. You, you need to watch it. You At some point, you have to watch Stranger Things. It's pretty dope. Uh, speaking of, speaking of uh, new things, so a new reboot for Pokemon is coming in the form of a movie. What are you guys' thoughts on the new Pokemon movie that's coming out? What's the name of it? It's Pokemon, tw- Pokemon 2018. That's what literally it's called, Pokemon 2018? Well, I don't know. Uh, GC, what, what is the name of it, actually? I don't know. That's why I asked. Not GC, I Scooks. Am- what, what, is, what, do you think, what do you think about this? What do you think about... Uh, the new Pokemon. Oh, uh, I don't know. We've had so many Pokemon movies released already. Uh, That's well, the thing. We've had so many Pokemon movies released. Most of them not put into theaters. Are we also talking about Detective Pikachu movie? Well, Detective Pikachu movie. That's a different. That's a different thing because uh, you know Ryan okay. Reynolds is going to be the voice of Pikachu. So I wish for that movie gonna detective Pikachu I wish um, Danny DeVito was Pikachu that'd be more hilarious you real, you and Danny DeVito I swear to god he's great that would have been hilarious can you honestly expect a cute little Pikachu with a Sherlock Holmes hat and a magnifying glass walking around trying to follow a trail of crumbs and then he, he pipes up and says hey look I found the trail in Danny DeVito's voice uh, I, that would have been comedy gold. That's stupid, but you know what? I, 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 I would accept that. If it's stupid but you laugh, I guess it's not so stupid after all. Whatever. Um, <laughs> uh, another piece of news coming out is uh, there's going to be a, there's a brand new anime called Tsubasa uh, Soccer, which is essentially following a, uh, this dude as he's recruiting um, local people to be part of his high school, uh, not his high school, his soccer team. 
and it's pretty cool. I mean, if you if you like anime with like over exaggerated sports, then this is the next anime. That's the, this is the next big thing. So be sure to check that out. And I'll be if you want. I don't know. Make find on the internet. Make you some. Make you make you some. Um, make you some soccer cookies or something. I'm, I'm not sure. Make, but um. I, I'm a big soccer fan. I used to play soccer as a kid, so I honestly can't wait to see how stupid they're gonna, Japan's going to get with this. So. I don't know. Japan sports animes tend to be pretty good. Yeah, but at the same time, they're still really stupid. Yeah, but it's like exciting. It's like you take everything as sports and then you put in ridiculous shonen crap on top of it and it just makes it better. Have you seen Hajime no Ippo? Of course I have. That's what I'm saying. It's stuff like that that makes it so exciting. You know? You take something totally normal, and then you put a bunch of intense energy on it, and you make it, like, super ridiculously exciting. They turn card games into ridiculous fun. Well, then they like, took Clue, it way Clue out of proportion. Fun. What? Clue's a fun movie to watch. It is. But yeah, so be on the lookout for that new anime for all you anime fans. Uh, last, our final two pieces of news, because honestly, I'm getting really too damn tired. Creed 2 is getting a new director. Uh, recently, it was stated that uh, at Sylvester Stallone is stepping down from the project. He is no longer the director. He, act- he has stated that, uh, and I'm trying to find it real quick. Alright, so Variety actually reported uh, else and also decided why the change was made. According to the trade, Salone backed away from the director's chair following a conversation with star Michael B. Jordan and executives on the project, leaving the door open for an exclusive search of the right filmmaker. Salone and Jordan reportedly picked up on Steam Cable Jr. take together and considering many different candidates, Brian Coogler, who directed the first Creed movie. So, what are your guys' thoughts? Who do you think should um, direct the new Creed movie that's coming out? Um, I'm open for you know a new director. Because um, I know like, cause Stallone, he's I mean he's still like a part of the movie, he's just not director. Yeah. Scoops. Yes. Um, I can't really think at the moment who would be a good director. Usually, when the director steps out, I'm get wary about the film because like. When you have two different directors trying to work on the same movie, you can see that clash between the identities, and it's just kind of messy. But I can't really think of who right now would be a good one. No idea. Uh, I would probably say uh, Matt Reeves. The guy, uh, not Matt Reeves. Whoever the guy who um, directed Taken, I think. He, uh, not Taken. Uh, John Wick. I think he'd be a great director. Yeah, it actually would be a pretty good director. Yeah, so, I mean, that's just me. So, be on the lookout for that. We'll, we'll keep you guys updated on who's going to be the director of Creed 2 at some other point. And last but not least, Suicide Squad is now filming. It's going to start filming in October. So, so if you all have not watched uh, Suicide Squad, it's... All right, I won't go. I won't go any further. <laughs> I think Suicide Squad was an okay movie, and it's not the worst movie I've ever seen. And I'll fight anyone about that. But uh, yeah, so the second movie is coming out uh, soon. It's gonna be um, it, it's gonna be pre- it, what, what's the thing I'm looking for? It's gonna be in pro- pre-production in October. So for you, for you guys who are in here, what, what are your thoughts, and what would you like to see in the next 
King of Fighters game. King of Fighters game? Not King of Fighters. I'm too damn tired. Suicide Squad. What is your <laughs> What is your ideas for? I, I, I want to do one take. What is your ideas like? Who do you What do you think they could change for Suicide Squad two? I just want to see more involvement with Joker. I want the opposite. I want less Joker. I hated that Joker. I mean, he was all—he was pretty much a cameo on the first one. It's just like you know, oh, thank God. Just, it's just that they blow. I, I didn't fully watch the movie, man, because it just—I'm gonna be here. I didn't really watch the movie because I just didn't like those trailers. It was just looked bad. I. Yeah, he didn't really have a major role in the first one, just like the rest of them. He was just more at, more of a feature, like you know, just like a back, like a background character. Hey. No, I, I only, only want to say a background character. He, I'll just keep it as he was a feature, like a cameo. I know okay. there's a lot of problems with Jello on set, and that's one of the reasons why um, the, the head of Warner Brothers decided to pull his, um, his scenes out. But still, I, I kind of wish. She- uh, they didn't. I kind of want to see what Jared Leto's Joker could do, but at the same time, like I can understand why they did it the way they did it. So, yeah. Hopefully, with Suicide Squad two, this movie doesn't suck and doesn't divide people again. So, yeah. I think I think that's all I got on my notes. I I want to do something for 2018, but you know what? I'm too damn tired. So we're gonna stop right here. So this is uh, episode ten, our very first. <laughs> live stream of the Scrub Club podcast. We'd like to thank you all very much for for uh, tuning in. Um GC work uh we're we're stuff we're gonna we're gonna do closing comments. Just where can they find you? Uh youtube.com slash Mr Godchild fifteen uh twitch.tv slash godchild fifteen um and twitch and I mean Twitter and Instagram at Godchild underscore fifteen. Alright, and Scoops, where can they find you? Once again, y'all can find me on the Hell site Tumblr at lexington.com.tumblr.com. And you can always find me, Reckless Fox, the leader of this joint, on twitch.tv slash Reckless Fox, on Twitter at the Reckless underscore Fox, all one word. Um, and you can also find me on uh, on freaking YouTube as well. So please be and be sure to follow me here on Twitch. So uh, Twitch.tv/recklessfox and YouTube. Just type in reckless underscore fox. That's all you have to do. And if you'd like to know more about what we do as a scrub club, please be sure to follow us on Facebook. Facebook.com/scrubclubgaming and on SoundCloud for SoundCloud.com/scrubclubgaming, where we review, uh, put all our podcast episodes of podcasts up, including this one, which I'm for my closing thing. I will say I've been falling asleep for the past. Of 45 minutes, so I think we need to stop right now. But yes, but until then, guys, this is Reckless Fox, and as always, peace out, bless up, keep up things for us, and we'll see you on the next live stream. Till then, deuces! Peace!